in the midst of darkness, light persists. Hey guys, welcome to the Gandhi Podcast. I'm TJ Del Reno. With me as always is Lance Weiss. Hey guys, and, and people of uh, other people. True, and Brendan Fitzgibbons. Brendan Fitzgibbons, what's up? This is Tell Me Something Good. Yes, it is. Tell Me Something Good. With, with us today, we have a special guest, one of my one of my oldest friends in comedy, mm. and uh, an amazing person, Emilio Savoy. Yes. Yeah. Okay. It's Club. Lance Weiss? I thought it was Lance Weiss. Weiss is what, yeah. But I, I don't know what it is, and I've known this guy for eight years. It's I still ama- don't know. Isn't it crazy when you find out how a last name is supposed to be pronounced? Yeah. And the whole time... For the last like year and a half, yeah. I've been yep. saying Lance White. Listen, Savoni, this podcast is <laughs> <laughs> Mine's pronounced Del Reno. Yeah. I, Emilia, I always thought your last name was Dirty Jew. <laughs> <laughs> it's close, it's Italian. What a podcast. So, when, when am I going to get my Comedy Central special? <laughs> <laughs> well, see how many Twitter followers you're at first, and then from there, we judge talent. Um, mm-hmm. So, Emilio, a philanthropist. Wow. A human resources man. Uh, he's a club promoter. Wow, and a club wise. owner. I guess still am. Yeah, because you—that's how you started. Was Empire Tonight? Mm-hmm. So uh, as a street team, mm-hmm. very fun. That was a fun, fun shows. Good days. Good. Those are good days. That's when I met Emilio. Was I sell tickets to the street team? And it was one of the this most is for fun comedy jobs. clubs. Just so people. Yes, know. this is for the comic strip live only. Oh this wow! Was before Empire. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we yeah. were we were part of a company called New York Promotions, and um, based on my current partner who owns the club with me, Scott. Who looks a lot like you, Lance? I know. Ball. He does. Uh, it's weird. You know that. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah. I like him. Good dude. And you look at me in the same judgmental way as he does. So it's all exciting. <laughs> I'm just a little drunk from no, I'm just <laughs> that's all this is. Yeah. Uh, no, okay. Scott. Scott. Um, Scott and I work for a company called New York Promotions, and that's right. uh, New York Promotions kind of ran the whole street team scene back then. They uh, they ran the promotion. They ran promotions for what was the Improv, which is now Broadway. They did oh, this it for is stand- way back then. This is in 04. Oh wow. They did it for Stand Up New York. They did it for Comic Strip. Laugh Factory? Well, no, Laugh Factory wasn't there yet. They did it oh. for the Improv, which soon became Broadway. Okay. Because when Broadway opened, it was initially Improv. And oh. then they actually, the very first promotion was done for, ironically enough, uh, was the New York Comedy Club. So there was about four oh, to wow, five clubs awesome. that was doing it. But yeah. Scott and I were part of the Comic Strip, and and that's when uh, TJ worked with us. Yep. Nori Davis. Yep. We had Nori a lot Davis. of comics. Was, uh, was, Mi- was uh, Mitzi Shore there? Mitzi, no, that was the that was the comedy store. Okay, okay, cool. Oh, yeah, whoops. Throwback uh, reference. Yeah, but that's yeah. how that's how we got into it. Was so wait, were you ever wanted to be a comic, or you just like the promo? No, I mean, I was I was um I was twenty five. I was twenty five years old doing corporate stuff. I was doing yeah. media sales, and I just didn't want to do that anymore. I wanted to do acting stuff. Yeah, and then I got uh I got like. Casted to be an extra in SNL for like a year. Oh wow, that's awesome! Ooh. And I was like, "Ooh, comedy!" And then I saw um, I saw a Craigslist ad to uh, to you can make three hundred dollars a day promoting Ooh. comedy. I answered it. Not everyone makes three hundred dollars a day. Doing <laughs> it. Yeah, no, but I did. <laughs> so I mean, you were re- you and Scott were really good, but you were like a beast when it came to the. Well, I mean, team. I was so used to selling like me. I was so used to doing corporate stuff, you know, and and doing stuff yeah. that was nonsense. I actually really, I mean, I loved comedy. I did my uh, due diligence on on the comic strip, which you know is. You know, was is really one of the institutions of yeah. comedy. Yeah. Uh, let's just let's you know let's give it its respect. The comic strip has been around yeah. for a long time, and those guys started a lot of big careers. So I was really into that. And then the third uh, the third day of me promoting, I went to check out a show, and Chris Rock popped in. So I was like, this is amazing. You know, it's yeah. a cool thing. Um, Scott and I thought that if we could um, create a really cool culture for what we were doing and make it fun and try to just kind of target people like us who are young and didn't yeah. want to be stuck behind a desk and, and actually make it like a fun thing that we can kind of separate ourselves from all the other people that were kind of doing similar stuff. So that's kind of how it all started. Let me yeah. ask you this question because I always actually thought about this because I barked for a while. I know we all have. What do you think makes like somebody like you that's so good at promotion? Because I, I was like so it's, bad. It's such a like it's like a bravado and like a confidence that I just do not have. What's different, man? You're all this <laughs> bravado. You mean but like a very sense of like, hey, like looking people in yeah. the eyes. Like I can't do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was horrendous. Well, the terminology one, right? Like you say bark. I don't say bark. I say the term pitching. Yeah. Right. Well, okay, I mean, you're sorry. you're a comic. You have to be out there. You didn't want to be out there. You're doing it for stage time, or you're yeah, doing yeah, it yeah. for other reasons. I came, and Scott, too, we both came from backgrounds where we were working 18-hour days at these jobs that were somewhat Jeez. soulless. 
I mean, Scott was Scott was actually he's an audio engineer, so he had a cool job where he worked in the studio. But That's he would cool. work these crazy eighteen-hour days. So you put someone in an environment where you're literally lack of a better term, you're a slave to either a corporate company or, or whatever. Yeah. And then you or have the flexibility to determine your own schedule. Like I was, for me, it was like, wait a second, I could pick, pick the days I work. Yeah. Okay. I get to promote comedians. Um, and I actually have the ability to make good money doing this. I went out there with a totally different mindset than let's say you guys. <laughs> yeah. But it's true. You guys were going out there yeah. like, oh, I got to do this for five minutes or 10 minutes or whatever. Yeah. I'm going out there thinking, Oh man, my last job was so miserable. I'm a salesman by trade anyway. This is actually pretty cool. I'm outside in the sun. That's it's right. good weather. I'm talking to pretty girls. I'm talking to uh, you know, if I, you know TJ was Whatever, talking to queer. handsome guys. You know? <laughs> TJ's talking to handsome dudes. Yeah, of so, course. I, ooh, I, was, I was sweating talking to handsome men. I'm just like, hello. So plus, I was like around artists. I was around like actors and yeah. musicians. Right, it was yeah. cool. It was like it was it was fun. It um, really was one of the most fun jobs. I like. I used to. I love. Like I would come in if you and Scott weren't work like pitching with me. I would get like. I was always like, can I move to? Can I go to where there? Because I wanted to be like because it was just this fun environment Dude, it's like, crazy ball man busting. everyone was like close and look we had our great. one year anniversary last last week or two weeks ago at the club and we had about like 30 so the, people so you are the current just so people know the current owner co-owner of new york comedy yes yeah, so i'm now the yeah. current owner of the new york comedy club and we 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 have a family atmosphere from the uh from our promotions days we mm-hmm. have people that come by the club all the time so awesome. used to promote with us yeah Dude, we have people who've gotten i met my wife at the job scott met his wow. wife at the job oh and for pitching yeah, I mean, Carl oh, worked at the comic oh, strip. That's right. Oh, that's right. That's right. We've and already had like a ton of negative to positives. Like you had a job you hated, and through this you found something you love yep. and a wife. It's like podcast <laughs> is over. <laughs> but the funny thing is, I never really hated the job. Um, you know, the crazy thing about the selling the tickets aspect was to get people to try it out, and once they tried it out, they actually would enjoy it. Comics are different though. Yeah. Like, like we never had comedians really work with us. TJ, Nori, Jermaine, yeah. these were like rare people that I think were promoting because they thought, hey, if I yeah. do this, I'll get time at yep. the strip. And but that's money. not how we ran it. It wasn't no. like that. It, it, you, like, Brendan, if you started with us 10 years ago with selling tickets, mm-hmm. you could be a beast and bring in 100 people. You weren't going to get time. Sure. That's not, that wasn't our angle. Our angle was, hey, are you looking to have flexibility? Are you an actor? Are you a musician? Do you want to make some good money and be able to determine your own schedule? If so, come and roll with us. Like, you know, be part of our team. And everyone that worked with us, at one point, we had like 40 people that worked with us that did this for a living. Wow. And they none of them were none of them were comedians. Yeah. They were actors. Okay. Amazing, yeah. Or the, musicians. Yeah, part of the thing why I think I struggled with it too is I barked at a place where I knew the shows weren't good. Yeah, so that's like, tough. It made me... F- it hurt me to like promote that you know what I mean well I remember like a month in Bill Burr was like hanging out at Toys R Us yeah and I was I was promoting and I didn't really know who Bill Burr was back then I mean, this was 04 05 this yeah. is sure, when Burr yeah. was just I mean he was still big back then but to like the Not regular like he is now yeah, yeah unless you really knew I mean you know I, you know and I, I you know I recognize him but he was like hey what are you doing uh, hey what the fuck are you yeah, doing like, are you barking <laughs> I remember being like what the fuck's barking yeah. you know and that was funny but like the ter- like comic selling tickets for stage time that was something that I didn't even know about until yeah, like yeah. a few years ago I'm being dead serious. We, yeah. I was like, really? Like you, people go out there and sell tickets. To you get wouldn't stage get on. Time? Sometimes if you didn't, that was it. Like, people, then, you then, get you, on. You, then you throw that pressure into it, and it just made it like such a. Like I was so nervous every time. I was like, I have to get these people in. I, and of course, you never sell yeah. anything when you think like that. I was like, I fucking like desperation have to. mode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but it, it, it was totally. Yeah, it was different. It was different. At least back then. When we did it, it was very different. I would literally like call my friends. I'd be like, hey, look, if you're in Midtown, <laughs> please swing by Duck Club. <laughs> and I mean, you know, this sounds maybe crazy, but I say up until about three, four months ago, I would still go out there from time to time. Wow. Yeah, did you enjoy it? Just to get back in. Get oh, just the, just to good. keep my hands wet, you know? Yeah. I want to get into this. Maybe I'm jumping too far ahead, but my I have a huge curiosity in you've taken a club, New York Comedy Club. Which under your you guys' co-ownership is now uh, a little over a one-year anniversary old, yeah. you could say. And the club went from being a club that's like, oh, another place that has Off comedy. the beaten path, not a lot of people and, going. 24th uh, third, I believe. 24th and 2nd. 24th, yeah. Between 2nd and 3rd. Um, 
and you took a club that's like ah, it's a it's a it, they got comedy you know the reputation uh, was was like medium you know and now in the last immediate, almost immediately when you guys took it over it was like oh this is the shit now because just the vibe you guys when, when yeah. I walk in there I'm like oh this is cool like I can come here and not even be on and like hang out and I don't feel like a piece of shit because some comedy right. clubs you walk in they're like who are you and you can't buy yeah. but I've always felt once you guys took over I'll, I, if I don't have shows I'll go by on a Tuesday and just hang for three hours yeah. And, yeah. you know well thanks that's what we want of course, you know? and that's that's. but I'm curious behind your mindset because the goal obviously in life you want to do positive things and great things I'm a little drunk too so I'm rambling but, <laughs> Um, I, I mean what I'm saying, but if I go too far, no, um, if I ramble too much, go for it. What, what was your, your, mindset, your mindset coming into this? Because you've taken a club and now you've really, in uh, under a year, after two months, it was like, oh, this room is kick ass for comedy now. What, 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 how do you think? I'm just curious how you do oh, that. Oh, I mean, and the mindset was to, to just kind of um, sound out all the noise, don't really uh, focus on what was happening around us. We, we very well knew what the reputation of New York Comedy Club was before yeah, we bought it. Sure. I mean, we went there. People. Um, I, and people, I mean, Empire Tonight was producing and booking shows, and you were on the shows, Brendan, yeah, yeah. before we even bought the club. It was great. Um, I love those shows. I mean, we we were producing and booking shows for about a year before we bought the place. Um, and I remember when TJ, when when I reached out to you, because you weren't even really doing stand up that much at the time. I it you were down doing more improv yeah. and voiceover stuff. Yeah. Uh, you, when you went to the club, he texted me. He's like, the club's a lot less sad right now. <laughs> But this was, was, but this was before. This was again, like right when we took it over, as, when we were running shows there as Empire. Yeah. But the focus, Lance, just to answer your question as uh, succinctly as possible. I mean, the goal was just to make it uh, to just be very genuine with our approach. Sure. We weren't trying to be anything we weren't. Um, we weren't trying to like follow any kind of path. We said, look, we have a club here that is very authentic. Okay, it's it's divey. It has this kind of yeah. old school feel to sure. it. To so rather than trying to make it what it's not, let's play into that. Let's mm-hmm. embrace that. Yeah. And yeah. if you can dim the lights a little bit and put some cool music on and make it looks sure that phenomenal now, and, and, yeah. and just make sure the staff is smiling and that the, the people are friendly and that and that people. I mean, putting on a good show and booking good comics um, was always the goal. And once we kind of figured, okay, there's a lot of great comics in New York. We're going we're to we're put on a good show no matter what. Yeah. Now it's a matter of making it a place where people want to actually hang out. And it's funny because we're thinking about, like, we want to make some, we've already done some minor renovations, but we want to make more renovations. And whenever I tell somebody that, they're like, why? The place is so cool. Leave it as but is. Then, I was about to, that was yeah. my next point. Your success, because I went last week uh, on Thursday less than a week ago and you guys took out that back green room yeah and every time I go I feel like I walk because we run this room here so we always change things here and every time I go there's a new upgrade or a new sign or the lights are a little different and I notice that and I go shit these dudes just keep improving like it's getting better every time I come it's and a it's not an club. overhaul like like it's not like you know you guys are over like, like overhauling it like when comics was open yeah that was a beautiful room you guys have a new awning out front I mean, now. Yeah, it's like a new awning. Yeah, well, we, There's a know, sign yeah. the brick wall, the brick wall behind the behind stage. The you know, if if you see what it was before and how it was, even the front room, it's, it's not just, the same room. No, it's not. No. Oh, that's the but goal. But it has the appeal yeah. to it that, it that you could still walk in. Like Rich Voss was there, who's who's an amazing comedian, and I remember talking to him. He's like, I haven't been here in 15 years. That that's incredible. You mean he's like I haven't? And Artie Artie Artie, uh, Lang. Artie Lang was Gaffigan. there. Gaffigan was there. Like we've had got, some. Yeah, we've you had some. huge dudes that are just coming back in that just don't like just don't go to the you know they still go to the east side they're gonna stay in the west village and that's it I mean a lot of it's being hands on and available I mean the fact is yeah. I'm the owner and I am the booker um, I, I sit down on auditions you know like yeah. if yeah. someone auditions like they're auditioning for me they're sure. not auditioning for some random person if they are auditioning for somebody else they're auditioning for Scott um, who once, gets it too yeah who's, who's the other owner yeah you know I mean I'm, I'm super hands on with everything so you know we don't really it's not like there's different layers or levels to get to me I'm at the club a lot during the day yeah I mean there's there was, I was just at the club and there was an open mic going on and I was hanging out watching the open mic mm-hmm. right? you know so I mean a lot of it I think a lot of the, the fact that people are feeling comfortable with the place is because um, we're available and we're open Right. Yeah. And sometimes I wonder if that's a good thing because sometimes I'm that's like, that's a ah. great thing. Well, but Why you know, but at the same time, it's like I think you know maybe that makes it too. Com- this this might maybe this is like a mafioso way of thinking, but Ooh. I wonder like you know, is it am I too available? Is it too comfortable? Because mm. you know, 
No, you're not hanging out with Christmas Zilly. You're not hanging out with uh, yeah. the owner of, I don't know, maybe you are the owner of Eastville or the no, owners of Marco, the... You're not hanging out with Richie Tinkin. But you're also right? not yeah, a 300-person no. venue. Of course. So that's it's different. And you know? you're also not... I think the other difference is you're also a very... You're also... I would imagine... I could be wrong, but you and Scott should be the youngest club owners in the city. Probably, I, would imagine. I would think. So. I think so. Probably, Scott's thirty-five. I'm thirty-five. Yeah, and I think it's also like you guys didn't go into this twenty-five years ago, thirty years ago, only in clubs, seeing everything happen. You came from the promotion aspect, where you had like this always family environment. No, no, you know? no. I guess what I mean by that is that just you know knowing the fine, and, and I think we do a good job of it. Just knowing the fine line of hey, we're available, we're cool, we're friendly. Yeah. But that, but at the end of the day, you know, we're running a business and we're we want to sure. run a yeah. successful comedy club. I mean, there's a lot a, of people that want to perform and yeah. just kind of navigate through that. But also, yeah, we should mention that as a way to increase listenership for this podcast, Emilio has promised 400 free spots. <laughs> That's true. You go I knew you were going into a joke. <laughs> email <laughs> him. Feel it when email going. him at Emilio Unlimited Spots at Gmail. <laughs> dot com ASAP or at Yahoo no matter what you put after it goes to him <laughs> but, but, but it, it's, been, it's been awesome man to hear like Lance like it's great I love hearing that I want to hear that comic no like, it is great man it's dude, great the club. reputation everyone who I you know oh I got everyone. a spot in New York everyone's like that room is kick ass now everyone's becoming town, one of the hardest places because even my friend I have a bunch of comedians that I know nonce they're like dude I heard it's it's awesome like it's amazing now and they're like yeah I want to I want to get in and I'm like and I always tell them like I'm telling you dude it's I was like it's becoming like a really tough place to get in and they're always like oh and I'm like and it's not mean I'm just like it is it's just you got you just, he's got so many heavy hitter dudes that will come and do Monday through Fridays or Monday through Thursdays I'm like it's just it's a great room do you and guys, I was like, do you awesome. guys have a lot of comedians who listen to this I don't know not really who knows well you, I already um, can maybe. tell you made a big mistake by saying I am the booker but okay <laughs> Well, look, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna address that real quick. It's actually not. It, it's it is tough to break into the lineup and the yes. rotation on a consistent, in, in, in any on a consistent, yeah, a, yeah, on a consistent regular basis. Mm-hmm. But it is not difficult to get into the club. Sure. Uh, meaning. Yeah, I didn't mean it you that know, way. No, no, no. But I know. But I just want to like. I, I'm sorry. I said that. I said, no, I'm not. Not no, tacky sorry. for no, it. You know what? I'm but um, <laughs> but I think um. Like I go to, I still go to a lot of comedy clubs. Sure. Like I yeah. go to Gotham a lot. I go to their comedy juice shows, and you know, I'll hang out at the cellar. And you know, um, you know, our club. And I'll tell a lot of the young guys who are like, "Hey, I'm not getting a lot of spots or this." And I'm like, "Look, you know, you have my ear. Uh, you know, you can always text me if you That's ever need anything. Hit me up if you, you know, if you're part of our crew, like our group. Like even if you're not, like if you just walk in off the street and say you're a comic, cool, come hang That's out. That's incredible. You know, a lot yeah. of clubs aren't like that, man. And, and I think there's a lot of value in that. That's everything. I, listen, I did this awesome podcast about a year ago, and uh, Wally Collins was on it with mm. me. And we were talking to him, and Wally used to be roommates with Barry Katz. Barry Katz oh, wow. was the owner of the yeah. Boston Comedy Club, and he said the way. And, and this kind of like before we had the club, when he was telling me this, you know, Scott it was our podcast. Me and Scott did this podcast before we bought the club, just trying to create visibility sure. for Empire. And I remember being like, "This is how I want our club to be." He was talking about the Boston Comedy Club, and he said during the week it was awesome. Basically. Every comic could hang out. Every comic came through. Yeah. You can get up. You know, you can you can work out your material. It was like just a great place to be. But then on the weekends, it was known killer. that you had to be a killer. You know, yeah. um, and that's kind of how I want to run our club. Like during the weekdays, come hang out. We mix in a lot of place. And on the weekends, we really try to make sense. Ramp, yeah. ramp it up a little bit. But even so, even with that, I always make it a point on our weekend shows. You know, TJ. You know. You host our weekend shows. Yeah. I always like to have... I thought you said it was good. <laughs> I know. That was great. Hosts was are great. different. I'm just yeah. kidding. Um, He's right, though. Well, a host, though, is... A host for me is it's like... Everything. Cra- it's everything. Yeah. I have to trust the host. Sure. They're like the quarterback. But I like to have one or one, at least one young comic Makes on sense. one you of have the main shows. But that's what yeah. making your club is... It, what's making it great is a lot... Like, you aren't resting, for lack of a better... Like, on your laurels. I don't even know what that means. But like you're right. like some of these clubs are so dinosaur on the road. I go up, I'm like this place is like in the '80s still. They're yeah. booking guys, no one, or men and women, nobody's yeah. ever heard of. They're used like, and you're booking new people, and you're trying to renovate the club every. You're always making them, and we try. And I feel like we try and do that here with Gandhi. We're constantly like bringing it to you. I'm a nut. Like I arrange the chairs differently every single week, and it's five and a half years. 
because I'm always just trying to find the next, and that's what you're doing. The same way. Yeah, I usually leave. You know. Yeah, he hates it. (laughs) You're just like Scott, a crazy man. Like it takes a crazy, but but you're constantly improving, and that, and you'll always be successful with that attitude. And what's great, you you know, you become friends with these these young comics or these young, uh, who it doesn't matter. Like that's your that's your group. You manage one of those people, you're done. That's you know. Yeah, I mean, you know. I mean, our, the, yeah, I mean, listen, I mean, our, our goals are, look, the club's awesome. We're having so much fun. Our, you know, the goal is, is greater than one club. Um, and I'm, I'm pretty outspoken about that. Scott doesn't like me talking about it. But sure. what, do you want to get another one going? I want to have as many New York comedy clubs as possible. Why only one? The name is so great. Yeah, that's why I wanted yeah. to keep the name. You could do it in Connecticut. You could do, you could do it, it anywhere. Anywhere and, in the country, man. And, you know, I mean, you know, I, I, I want to I, I want to really branch out the brand and the name and, and not just have it one place. But, you know, with that said, we don't really we like to make sure that we're doing one thing at a time yeah, and there's a lot sure. more work to do at the club but you're right dude Lance you're 100% right I mean listen I, I want as many it's great to have the big comics and the big guys yeah. pop mm-hmm. through but ultimately you know they're not going to uh, they're never gonna not to name names but a huge comic who got their start at the cellar sure. is never going to think of the New York Comedy Club as their home club yeah. they're just not yeah. it's, it's the cellar it's gotta be like a good high school where it's like you have seniors but then you also need freshmen yeah like and the through. freshmen are the one yeah. perfect what about analogy? the Juco transfers <laughs> 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 the Chico transfers. <laughs> I mean, yeah. The fact that you're doing this podcast too is, I think, you know, yeah, a lot of club owners wouldn't like, do it. A good, good sign. Like, and again, like this is podcast is not about pandering to you. I mean, like, unless you want to come and do it next week, and then, <laughs> and then that's a different. I, I'm, I'm, I think it's awesome. <laughs> do I love your guys' show? I mean, we did that one show at the club. Yeah, the one, yeah, yeah. And, and I want to, and I did. I reached out to the promoter in DC. He's just sure. not. He's just. I do. I get it. So I, but um, I get the whole but game. yeah, I love what you guys do. I mean, I talked to you about it. Yeah. Um, Lance, I no, mean, I you guys are doing it. a we great job it. here. And I look, and honestly, your show shows like what you guys do: hot soup, Gandhi, yeah, um, uh, um, a knitting a factory. Comedy, I mean, I look at those lineups, man. Are you seven kidding or eight me? shows? Like a handful that but, are like really killing it. But I look at I look at who you guys are booking because I'm you like, know, yeah, because I'm like, hey, man, these these are comics that are are doing these really cool. Sure different types of shows That's and I smart. don't think a lot of comedy club owners are recognizing that I don't think I, if you look go on any comedy club's website you see the same comic sure. being booked I guarantee you you go to our website you're going to see different comics you're going to see news. comics that aren't at every club Right, and that's you know that's because but I see look, like you're passionate about it, like uh, some like so basically uh, I steal your lineups, Lance. <laughs> I don't you go for it. I'm all for good comedy. We like good comedy, but you but you're see so you're I can hear the passion in your voice. You're like you're like we have good lineups. We got good people. You know you could say someone who's 65 years old. I'm not doing a fucking podcast. We got a club. I got the club. You know what I mean? Like your emotion. Yeah. It's everything. Yeah, I'm here just to get Mark Norman some more spots. Uh, <laughs> well, that's why that's I'm here. Funny. Can we switch? Mark's gears? the best. Yeah. Mark, 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 Mark's the man. Hey, I love Mark. Mark will do. Can we switch gears a little bit and go outside the club? So your club yes. is it's it's rolling. Everybody check out New York Comedy Club, 24th between Second and Third Avenues. Uh, it's one of the best in the second. city. Period. Yeah. Basically on second. One of the best comedy rooms in the city. Anywhere in the country now. Low ceiling, private back room. It's dark. It's tight. It's intimate. Thank you. Uh, great lineups. Great vibe. Check it out. Um, let's go maybe into your personal life because this podcast ah. is about turning negatives to positive. We just hit a big one. Um, is there something in your life growing you're, you're How old you said? 30? 37. 37. In the past 37 years, is there something that at some point in your life uh, popped up and you're like, oh shit, like this is the worst. I don't know how you continue. And then you found a, a, a fresh light at the end of the tunnel uh, later, you know, mm. later in life maybe on it. Sure. I mean, uh, I mean, this might not be as like kooky or crazy, but you know, uh, as some of your other guests, well, but I mean the, the job aspect of it, right? Sure. I mean, being 22, 23, 24 years old, living in New York city, yeah, just figure this it out. absurd amount of rent and all my friends, I mean, I would say 98% of my friends are either finance guys, sure. lawyers. My brother's a big banker guy. I mean, everyone had these really button up normal jobs. Mm-hmm. And just to, I mean, and I was a disaster, man. I was like, what the hell am I gonna do with my life? And just kind of going on like a, just kind of a leap of faith, just kind of doing, trying to just do random stuff, which kind of led me to here. Mm-hmm. So that's definitely one of them. Another thing would be, uh, it's a really fat kid. <laughs> really? 
Dude, I weighed a Because you're Italian. I weighed a buck 85 when I was 11. Jesus. Oh, my. Because you're, you're in good shape now. I'm all right. Shape. Do you still have a fat kid mentality? Definitely. Really? It sticks with you forever, probably. Forever. Yeah. I was just in Italy. I gained a pound a day. Oh, did wow. anything crazy happen They said Italy? it couldn't be done, TJ. It couldn't yeah. be done a pound a day? I gained a pound a day when I go home to my mom's house. A pound wow. a day. What was that um, transformation fat. like? How did you go from being overweight? That, that's a mental shift, obviously. What was that for you? Um, it was pretty funny because I was, uh, I was actually, how old was I to be accurate? I was 12. And what happened was um, my parents uh, got the whole kitchen upstairs. <laughs> Closed off. We have two kitchens. <laughs> yeah. But we had both kitchens being like remodeled and like a whole floor remodel. So I couldn't just sit around and eat, eat, I guess. So I just started like, and I was always an athlete wow. and always did stuff. Did you have, but like, you- I literally would just like not be in the house. My grandparents were in Italy for two months. They mm-hmm. came back and I dropped 50 pounds in two wow. months. What? Dude, did you, did they, they took me, my, my, my brother, my mom was freaking out. She thought I had cancer. She wow. made my brother take me to like all these doctors to do like all yeah. this blood work. Meanwhile, oh, I was like, I just stopped uh-huh. stuffing like <laughs> only little in always, down my mouth. Only in America do you Dude, get healthy and be like, what's wrong with you? I went yeah. back to school. Teachers didn't recognize me. It really? That's insane. awesome, man. That's incredible. Did you guys ever get the two kitchens back or just We one? got the two kitchens back. Uh, That's yeah. a, it's a very Italian thing because you would have a family would come over to that house and you had two kitchens to cook. That's what my mother that's, that's said. That's how it was. Two that's how kitchens. Because I'm also part Italian. As a former mm-hmm. fat kid, how grossed are you out by how fucking fat TJ is these days? <laughs> I think TJ is very svelte. Thanks. It's, our, it's <laughs> our recurring theme on the podcast. One, yeah, one day we just started calling TJ fat <laughs> for the entire podcast and there's no reason why. a fat why. sweating monster. <laughs> I'll be honest. I think uh, um, I'm one of the most impressive things to me is when people lose a lot of weight. Because um, I, I feel like that's a mental shift that's so difficult. Yeah. Uh, it's a lifestyle. Did it's you ever not, kids, you keep it off? Since you did it, yeah, like, it was just yeah. the kitchen thing. Yeah, I wow, know, just think about they got just remodeling a kitchen, got Remodel- your fat little ass. Well, listen, I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that I was twelve. I mean, I yeah, also, sure. I was just a chubby kid. <laughs> but I you could have kept going that direction, though. A lot of people do. Yeah. But I'll tell you, man, that stuff does stick with you. You know, listen. Fortunately, like. You know, like I was always a pretty decent athlete, so I wasn't like the fat kid. Like, sure. you know, like I, I was a good, I was a pretty good athlete. I was, you know, personable, I guess. What was your sport? So, like, it wasn't like I had any, like, yeah, I'm gonna get those people because I never got teased or anything. Really? Why would you tease me? I was so much bigger You're from than everyone. Where originally? Dude, I was, I was like, yeah. I was like five foot oh, yeah, six, you are big. Oh, Jesus. a buck eighty five, oh and I was a, eleven or twelve. Oh my god, that's my height. That's now, huge. So, you, so no one called you any fun nicknames? No, not really. But One time I got called Brennan Thanksgivings. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> but it definitely it definitely sticks with you. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. I you're was from, six. Uh, you're from. I was six. It still haunted me because he said it in a mean way, and I didn't even know what it meant. That's He's so like, "Where funny. you been, Brennan Thanksgivings? When'd you when'd you lose the weight?" Oh no, I was never fat. Oh, I thought you said a fellow so former funny. fat no, guy. No, I meant like you as a former fat guy. Oh. How gross is this uh, fucking Jesus? Uh, where are you from originally? I'm from Connecticut. Connecticut. What I've part heard of it? Um, Milford, which is right oh, yeah, by nice. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Oh shit. How do you how do you how do you guys how do you guys know Milford? I did a show there. Sloppy Jose's. When was this? Uh six months ago. You did it through uh through Treehouse? Yeah. We pissed Treehouse off big time a couple of years ago. Yeah. We we there was a great venue called Daniel Street. Um, hey, this is, I'm telling you something good. This there you is go. something good. Here, Daniel baby. Street girl. <laughs> He's I love like it. So go. we uh, there's this uh, really beautiful venue in, in Milford called Daniel Street, which yeah. is not there anymore. They sold it, but it was like you did it. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. In Milford. So, in Milford. Jermaine it was did right, it, too. it was right. Um, it was right in like the downtown area, and basically they I it was, it, it was a music room. place. I think I did that room. Mm. But Treehouse used to have it. Treehouse okay. did it um, before we had it. And is I guess Treehouse a production company? Treehouse is a production company. It used to be a comedy it's club comedy, in Norwalk yeah. called the Treehouse Comedy okay. Club. And the guy who runs it um, pretty much takes over different bars and restaurants yeah. and turns it into like comedy rooms. Yeah. So the owner of Daniel Street, I guess, didn't want to work with it anymore, um, reached out to us. I guess he heard that you know I was from the area. And this was before New York Comedy Club when we were sure. sold the strip. This is yeah. actually what led us to leave the strip get and get into awesome. what we're doing. So we started producing and booking shows there for about two years. Wow. And then the Treehouse guys started reaching out to comics saying wow. that, you know, they can't, you know, if they did our show, he wouldn't book them at Any Treehouse shows. Any of that stuff shows. is dumb, yeah. It's dumb, but it also shows when it happens that you become a threat. So that means you're doing good. Yeah. yeah That's never, a, a, never, I've never once in my life seen that a winning person say something like that. No, because I mean, if you do this, not. I can't do that. It's always someone just falling down the ranks. That's yeah, the course. equivalent to me. That's like when you do that, 
because you know you're you're obviously either a comedy club owner or you're like an owner of some sort. If you do that, sure. right? That's like, I mean, it's not the same, but it's almost like stealing jokes if you're a comic. Yeah, you don't do that. Yeah, it's lame. You don't tell a comic where they can and can't perform. It's very low energy. It's a it's a it's yeah. a neediness of like, uh, Brynn and I have a lot of um, you know we know about fucking TJ, but Brynn and I have a lot of <laughs> we. <laughs> We have a lot of like, you know, and I, actually I'm assuming TJ is of the same mindset deep down because we have him on, we, he's connected to us through his, like we've attracted into our life and vice versa. But and I have a lot of like, um, like that's a limited thought process. If mm-hmm. you're like, if you play it mine, you can't play it. That's, well, we, that's ha- I mean, we have a very, very real analogy and that is people wanting to run shows here. And at first I was like, uh, not cool. But now I'm like, I don't care at all. Cause I know our show is going to be good. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, I don't care. It's, I really could not care less. But at first I was a little threatened. I was like, sure. oh, I don't know. Which is natural. Of course. Yeah. At first you're going to be like, oh, but then like you get your bearings together and you're like, And if you second, have your shit together, you're fine. You yeah. always will be fine. And that's a limiting thought process. It's just hard in this business because you start feeling like it's every man for himself sometimes. But the funny thing was like for us, like, we were bringing comics in from New York. Sure. So you guys were were like, that makes sense. You have a better product. They didn't really care. I mean, he was basically threatening like the local Connecticut comics. But, uh, anyway, that's it. This is a question I I, I try and ask our guests uh, a good portion of the time. So whenever you have a bad day, I'm just always curious how, you know, the club doesn't go well or something in your personal life doesn't go well. For me, there's a, there's like a dark, there's like a vices I hit like anybody, you know, Mm. uh, do you have any vices? And then two, what do you do to get yourself out of it? Like, do you watch movies? Do you go for runs? Like, what is your, your, the Emilio Savoni, uh, Mm. That's good. Uh, that's, that's, how it's, that's how it's pronounced. Uh, it's it's good. Good. Yeah. What, what is what is your strategy for getting out? You know. Oh man, if I'm in a rut, um, well, first I like to just sit and just just kind of relax for process. about ten minutes. Yeah. Process it. Try not to make any rash decisions when I'm feeling that's the way smart, I'm feeling, which can be tough. It's very smart. Yeah, I'm very lucky and fortunate to have a very cool wife awesome. that I get to Hell vent to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, basically I like to sit on it. I'll vent to my wife. Um, for, for those of you who are friends with me on Facebook, you like to know, I like to go nuts on Facebook with sports. I'm a big sports fan. Okay, cool. So Sweet, I get really man. into sports. Mm-hmm. So if I'm like super stressed or whatever, I'll play basketball. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll do gym stuff or I'll just watch sports. I just basically try to get myself sure. in a level oh, yeah. balanced state. Playing of mind. sports is always good. Playing yeah. sports is great. Or, you know, I'll just bury myself in work. But it's very key. You keep moving. It's, keep moving, man. But it's very important. It's very important for me, at least, to just take like a a, a break, like a beat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 10 minutes, 20 minutes, whether it's a half hour, don't have the TV on, don't have any music on. Yeah. Just sit there and just kind of let all the stuff that's bothering me. Not not trying to block it out so much. Oh, like, feel, let, like feeling feel it, it. processing? Feel that's it really, as I much as do that. possible. That's really good. Like, like, I was one of these guys, Lance. Um, that like if I went through a bad breakup in high school or college, sure. I would like listen to the worst music. I would like yeah. want to feel it. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Metal. I'm I'm still, want... I still am that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I still am that guy, dude. <laughs> but that's, dude, you got to feel it because yeah. if you don't feel it, you're going to feel it eventually. And then you come out. The other I'm side. shockingly emo. That's like one thing people don't know about me, I think. Like I'm like this, but like when I'm alone, man, like I'm on my scooter listening to like goddamn songs called I see it like in your suffering. Eyes <laughs> yeah, man, sit back, feel it, but it's a good, it, yeah. And just say fuck it and just go. Yeah. What's the uh, what's uh, is there anything with being like? What's the greatest thing about being married that you like? Oh, wow. I love being married, man. I'm a big proponent of it. And again, of all been married how long? I've been married for four years. Okay. Thirty three. Thirty three is when I got people married. People usually t- because marriage typically the reason I ask you because twisting it the other way is mm-hmm. usually marriage people are like oh oh get married oh yeah that can be a stereotype yeah so sure. what's like the best what do you love about being married mm-hmm. uh oh man the best the best part about it is just like those like random just like not having to like go out on a Friday night or Saturday night and just mm-hmm. sitting home and yeah watching fucking like Netflix and yeah. just mm-hmm. vegging yeah. out and like. Literally just vegging out, and like again, it depends who you marry, guys. True. Yeah. Listen, your it, wife is it's not mad so much cool. that I like marriage. I like who I'm married to. That's everything. Yeah. yeah. That's like that's like a whole nother difference, yeah. dude. Like yeah. Joe Garrick's just you guys know Joe Garrick's? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe's yeah, a great guy. Joe just got engaged. Yep. And I was busting his balls. Yep. I was like, dude, don't do it. Don't do it. But then I was like kidding. I was like, listen, it's an amazing thing. His fiance is awesome too. Yeah, I was like, he's definitely yeah. playing above the rim. She's very pretty. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's mm. a fantastic guy. Great guy. Funny enough. 
Joe, this is funny. Uh, about what four months ago, five months ago, Joe was at um, one of Madison's shows, one where you're on. Sure. And I didn't know Joe. He didn't know me. We we're just shooting the shit. And he introduced himself, and his last name sounded familiar. Dude, Joe and I went to high school together. His dad was my Whoa. teacher in high school. So I'm like, really? Joe Garrick. So I'm like, where are you from? He's like, oh, Bridgeport, Connecticut. I'm like, did awesome. you go to Fairfield Prep? He's like, yeah. I'm like, what class were you? He was a year younger than me. At my wow, wow, that's it? Awesome. Huh. That's so weird. He's about as good as guy as it gets. Great guy. How great yeah. if he was like, whoa, fat Emilio? Yeah. <laughs> well, I wasn't fat in high school. That's my favorite part. That, that would be it, though. My favorite part about being married is, is the fact that you don't have to like... You don't have to put up any fronts. You can be, again, if you marry the right person, sure. you can yeah. be whatever the hell you want. You want to rip, awesome. you want to fucking rip a big old fucking fart, go for it. Oh, yeah. You just want to like walk around the house naked that, yeah. with the gut hanging it's out. Great. Yeah, that's what I want. You want to gorge yourself with Ben and Jerry, whatever, yeah. man. Just do whatever it's you awesome. want. I want to get fatter than I am now and just someone's, <laughs> someone's legally forced to love me. No to uh, that's uh, listeners, but, that's like 400 pounds. <laughs> thank you. But, 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 but the cool thing about it, the great thing about it too, and uh, the great thing about it too is just like, is is just being able to fucking like vent and say shit. Again, it all depends on who you're married to, though. So where'd you be? If you're true. married to the wrong person, your life will be a miserable, sure. a living hell. Yeah. Dude, you're fucked if you don't marry the right yeah. person. That's how I feel with right, this no podcast. Pressure. That's how I feel with this podcast. Like I'm married to these two idiots. And I I'm very more, I have two more questions. I don't Of course, time, we have man. time. I say when we stop. TJ says we have. One, <laughs> I'm the one producer. Of my, one of my questions is, do you, I'm always curious, do you have any like outside kind of, we had a couple guests with some kind of interesting hobbies, comedy aside, your wife aside, sports aside, do you have something like, this is Emilio's, like, you know, like we had one guest, Tim Warner, for instance, uh, <laughs> he loves pinball beyond belief and it like blew us all away. Do you have something that's like Emilio's like, this is your hobby that you're crazy about that not anybody else does? It's so sad. You know, you're, uh, if you have my partner Scott on, he'll, he's, he's much more interesting than me. Stop it. No, it's true. I mean, my hobbies are like whatever I'm, I really like, I just kind of do it sure. full yeah. throttle. So like I love comedy, so I do it full throttle. I'm sure. sure anything weird that I do that I'm like, uh, I like tennis. I don't know. I play oh, yeah. a lot of tennis. That's awesome, man. Tennis I can see. I think if, when you say you're from Connecticut and you play a lot of tennis, I'm just yeah. like, yeah, it makes sense. Like, I, I love it. Like, yeah, I get it. <laughs> I like to cook. I cook all the That's time. True. I don't know if I'm a good cook. And it's like in you went to Italy to visit all your family, and that was did anything crazy happen there? I, I uh, was it chill. Uh, <laughs> dude, the Italians were fucking nuts. <laughs> Why? That's for sure. Italians are crazy. <laughs> the what? shit are you doing? <laughs> 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 TJ watched my dog. I mean, you should do. My I want to know what crazy things were happening with, in my apartment. Oh you, well, the first thing is you have well, any like weird orgies in my apartment. Right no, there? no. That's Where like, do you live, bro? Hell's Kitchen. It's oh, nice, okay. it, but it's it's your it's your. I mean, it's your bro's place essentially. No, it's my it's my place. It's your place. It's were our you, place. It's your both place. We bought it together. Um, I dog oh, sat. Good. I dog sat with his dog. No, it was great, but I broke their kitchen clock Thanks because so. I was throwing, <laughs> I was throwing the dog chases this rubber ball and I, I would dude I threw that <laughs> ball I threw that ball all day and all night I was just he loved it and it uh, bounced <laughs> the clock falls and shatters and I'm like oh no so I clean it up and then I go like wet paper I clean up like super good because I'm like if he gets any glass like I'd, the dog yeah. is adorable and then like I didn't tell you guys until you came back because I don't want to ruin you just in case the, it wasn't like an antique clock but I don't know if you guys ordered it for like some weird store and I broke one of your wine glasses <laughs> I was, <laughs> I was cleaning and I broke it. I didn't mean it. I didn't have. It. I only had my friend Carlo came over. We kind of just sat and watched TV. Carlo, was, how is Carlo? He's great. We came over and just watched TV. It was fun, but that's it's why, like that's why my place reeked of weed. Oh Fucking yeah, Carlo. that was. Uh, my I love, dude. I love. I love terrible music though. Dude, Are I you listen, like what, dude? I will listen to InSync. Fucking, wow. I love boy bands type shit, dude. What do you think about? I the went band? to the New Kids on the Block concert. What about? <laughs> what about Train? Train? That's my favorite I like band. Train. Oh my like God, of all the music he loves, terrible music, he's like, Train's okay. Train I like Train. It is yeah. Yeah. Uh, I dig them. I dig the, uh, you know, they, uh, they, they, had the old, they haven't come out with anything in a while, though. They haven't what? They haven't come out with anything new uh -oh. in a while. Oh, they have. Uh-oh. I was a big Goo Goo Dolls fan. Uh-oh. I'm a huge Third Eye Blind fan. Me too. Oh, of course. Yeah, but I love a good Third Eye Blind, dude. Brendan, you know it. We're going to go with their next concert. I love Third Eye Blind. That's a great band. I know, I like them too. Yeah, I love them. They'll creep up from time to time. That first album is the shit. It's one of the best. It's such a good album. It still is good. You tell me right now, if you go through a bad breakup, what better album to listen to than that album? Dude, Motorcycle Drive-By. Fucking Holy shit! You really are a fan. Maybe Alana's the best. Set. Narcolepsy, what? great, great so, opening. Yeah. Song. I gotta, I gotta. Let's get that album now. It is good. It's Such a good album, dude. It really. Even is. Blue is great. Out of Vain. Their first three albums were great. And then does after it, that, I don't know what the hell. Happened. Does your wife like the same kind of music, or do you put yeah, like in sync on, and she's like turn this off? Oh god! So you're both, both of you monsters dude. is like uh, the worst music. We went to the dude. I'm not kidding. We went to the new kids. 
Backstreet Boys. Uh, New Kids on the Block Backstreet Boys concert. That sounds like the worst day of my life on earth. I bet it was awesome. To this day, and I just went to the Rolling Stone show a couple weeks ago. (laughs) (laughs) That's cool. It was better than the Rolling Stone show. It was one of the best. I believe that. First of all, and you know, my wife won't get upset. This the amount of girls running around. Of course, yeah. It was like, it was. Are you kidding me? The New Kids Backstreet. (laughs) Yeah, but how? Yeah. What do you mean? How, how, how old, old are the girls that are running? Ten-year-olds listen to New Kids on the Block. They're my age, dude. Oh, yeah, that's think true. about it. They're yeah, older yeah. now. Yeah. They're older and, and, now. And, and, and then like Bismarcky came out and started DJing. And like Trey came out. I bet it was out. awesome. It was, off the, it was insane. Mark oh, Wahlberg crazy. was there. It was crazy. Was it insane? <laughs> was he? Oh, that's right. At the bar. Oh, God. They did a little uh, the little Marky Mark thing. Ew. So, uh, how much were tickets? It's like forty bucks. God. I bought a shirt that said, uh, "No, that said, uh, it said, uh, you know, was it naughty by, uh, well, not naughty. It said naughty boys in the block." No, <laughs> no. When do you don't wear that shirt? I still wear I that. Love shirt. It, no, you don't. I love it. No, you don't. Love it. Ew, that's pretty weird. Like you, you know, I was asking about weird, different. That's kind of different. I, li- I like really music. bad yeah, music. Now find the it. positive in that garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that. I, I can find the positive. Ugh, you didn't. I hate it. Means I'm lighthearted. What do you um? Uh, what, what do you have future plans uh, left like in, in your life? Let's say you live to be another 50 years. Uh, you said more years. comedy I mean, clubs. Anything else? Clubs, yeah. Do you have a grand vision that you'd okay. like? Is there an ultimate goal or what? Yeah, I'd like to eventually uh, live uh, in California at one point. Sure. Really? It's always been a goal of mine. To what have. am I going to do? Maybe not, li- maybe not live there like full time, but have like some kind of presence Me there. Me too, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, we're, my wife's much younger than me, so you know, one day maybe, maybe have kids. Sure. How That's old is she? There. She's thirty-two. Oh, okay. How old so, are you? You're thirty-seven. Five years different. Uh, dude, I mean, listen, you know, if, if there's anything, if there's anything, and you guys are comics, man, so you know this. You can't. You try to look as far as ahead down the road as sure. you can, but ultimately. I mean, you just got to kind of be in the present. If there's anything I've learned, is that you don't know where the hell you're going to be. This landscape changes maybe faster than most other professions, too. You just never know where you're going to be, man. But in my long-term goal, I would like to have... um, I'd like to not be stuck or pigeonholed in one place. I'd like to be able to move around. Yeah, me too. I'd like to have a couple... That's why you'll be successful, because you have that that mentality. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, man. Uh, And, you know, I want to continue doing what we're doing, though, man. It's awesome. Comedy is a beautiful thing. Being involved in the business is a beautiful thing. I'm a little too um, and again that's why I think Scott's gonna be a lot of fun to have in the show because Scott I mean don't get me wrong he's just obsessed with it as I am but he's awesome. big in music oh, he does so, a lot of other stuff I'm, so I'm definitely I think so a little mean. more um, narrow in my hobbies it's, Are you, do you guys get along you and Scott you guys ever fight yeah, dude, we fight all the time. What's the, worst, what's, <laughs> really? what's the worst fight you guys have ever had? Oh, you don't you really do no, fight a lot. No, we do. All the time. Wow. Well, it's gotten a lot better. It's gotten a lot sure. better. What was the what was one of the... You could be broad. What was the worst fight you ever got Oh, into? man. No, let's be specific. Yeah, be... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. What's, just think of maybe one. You know, don't kill yourself. Scotty. Think of one. Club involved, oh. club not involved, Empire tonight. You guys are out drinking one, anything. If it's not club related, I can't see we, will, really we will fight off the dumbest stuff. I remember one time we got into a fight over what was more recognizable brand, Man U or the Yankees. And it turned into, it almost turned into a fist fight. <laughs> I love these are the fights. What was it the- almost, <laughs> we were sitting at lunch like one time, like having like, and, and you know, we're with the, you know, this was years ago. And we were with a bunch U. of the guys. Well, I said the Yankees. You are Scott. And we were just talking. <laughs> and I was like, and, and we started talking about like, just like famous brands, right? I guess yeah. he hates the Yankees. And I was like, oh, the Yankees, because he's a sure. Red Sox fan. I'm like, oh, the Yankees are, you know, the most recognizable team. He's like, no, they're not. Man, you the most recognizable team. I'm like, fuck that. I'm like, if you wear a Yankees cap anywhere in the world, people, people are going to know that's the New York Yankees. Yeah. Yeah. And it escalated into this fucking thing <laughs> where That's like so we were funny. like almost we were like about to like fucking throw punches oh at each my other God. it's calmed down over I think since we bought the club it's mm-hmm. got calmer buying a comedy club it's got That's a lot crazy. calmer Jesus but prior to the club it was a little nutty I and mean, you know our dynamic yeah but it's kind of comical yeah it sounds funny like a if you don't I mean, I mean we, we generally love each other yeah, I mean, yeah. Honestly, we've been and it works this. But we're very different, so yeah. I think that's why it works. Like the things I'm interested in, he has really no interest in. Red and I are like that. I think in. a lot of ways. Well, yeah. Actually, me and Lance had this fight. What was it last week? We, we were like, who's fatter, TJ or Del Reno? <laughs> <laughs> we never yeah, came both. up with an answer. They're equal. Yeah, like, dude, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> I'm gonna quit, and they'll never be a. Podcast. Like, dude, I don't pick up a fucking hammer. Like all the changes in the club, Scott does all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we have I have input. Sure, but like I do all that stuff. And don't get me wrong, he loves comedy but he he he'll sit in and watch an audition but like 
after like five comics, he's like, all right, dude, I'm done. He like, sees I'll the production sit, business side. I'll sit yeah. in there for like fucking three hours and yeah, dig loving it. it. Yeah. That's like, oh, good, man. You have different strengths like that. It's really good. You don't want to be the same. Dude. Yeah. But do you guys do you guys fight a lot? <laughs> no. And we've been doing just in my mind. We've been doing this show five and a half years. We've known each other from and done tours and like you know other kind of projects. And Brennan and I have maybe like had like even like disagreements maybe five times. Matt, even that it seems yeah. Like, There's been a lot quick. mentally I think yeah. uh, <laughs> about. But yeah, I will I will say, dude, Scott. Uh, is without question one of the most interesting, entertaining guys you'll ever I meet. Love him. Dude, I don't know him. I gotta get to he's know. He's great. Him, he's yeah. so mean he and say, sarcastic he and so say funny. Shit, and you're like, is he is he being serious? Right I love now? it. Like, he, <laughs> he'll be dead serious. Yeah, and he'll I just he will. He doesn't give a fuck. He's complete. He has no censor. He'll no. say what's on his mind. He doesn't give a care who you are. He doesn't care what you do. It's like, and he he'll look at me and he'll be That's like, "Dude, it's okay, I got." Like, cause he'll see me getting weird. I'm like, yeah. Dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he would just, I would just come in the office. I'd be like, "Hey, Scott." He's like, "Go fuck yourself." And, he would, <laughs> and he'd walk on, and I'm like, "Oh, is oh, did I do something wrong yesterday?" Yeah. Like, this whole like, I'd be like, "Emilio, is he mad?" Like, well, you're I, ridiculous, though. TJ would text me, I'll text back twenty minutes later. He's like, "What did I do? Oh, what Lord. happened? Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a real groveling little shit. <laughs> Was like, hey, you mean that so guy sorry. wearing the Dragon Ball Z t-shirt? <laughs> <laughs> bro, bro, it's a great show, bro. It's a great oh show. Um, oh this God. is great, man. This is awesome. Yeah. Dude, this is a great it. podcast. Thank you, dude. This oh, is this uh, is anything, I, about I the, good. anything about the club you want us to know. So check out New York Comedy Club, 24th yeah. and 2nd. New York, in, in New York, what is it? NYComedyClub.com? It's NewYorkComedyClub.com. All spelled out. New York, New York Comedy spelled out. Out. You want to go com. from Thursday until Tuesday. Wednesday, you want to be here at Gandhi. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You guys take. You guys have shows every night, though. Yeah, we're we're doing something. That, again, if you're a comedian listening to this, this is a really cool thing. That look, we want all comics to come and hang out, check out the shows. But definitely come to a show that we're doing called the Roast Battle. Oh yeah, and that's I talked right. to Lance about yeah. it. Um, Sounds great. We had all you guys should be on it. At Rel one Battle point. did our show last week. Rel is the man. Yeah, it, good it's dude. A sh- Listen, I'm I'm super proud of a lot of things we did at the club. We do this awesome show uh, once a month called Pater Pain. With Jay Nog, oh yep. yeah, or Done Lisa that. Ann, the retired the porn, porn star, is yep. co-hosting it. I know they're not. Oh, is she? She's I mean, not retired on my computer. I mean, she, <laughs> <laughs> she's so, working hard. So we're trying. Yeah, she just got activated. <laughs> DL, dude, I'll tell you, man. Talk about a woman who's smart, intelligent, and very cunning, dude. Lisa Ooh. Ann is no joke. Dude. Let us not forget the tits. She, but True. she is, dude. She is. She is. Uh, she's. We should get her. She's on. smart, dude. not Jay Nog, though. And she knows her sports. She's really big yeah. in sports. Yeah. But we've been doing so many different things at the club. A lot. Um, roast battle is like something I'm super Melting proud pot, of. Melting pot, the variety Melting show. Melting pot's great. The Nacho oh, Bitches pot, show's yeah. great. Nacho Bitches. You know, we always try to do different stuff. It's just a great. I mean, even like tomorrow, I, I, like Friday, I have like a bar show I'm doing, and, and uh, one of my friends is coming in town, and like she, we're gonna do the bar show, and then I'm just gonna go to the club and just hang. It's also yeah. my ho- my home club that I'm yeah. love to death. So it's like I go even for me for me I feel so lucky for you to get back into comedy that I was never like out of it but I was and you came along and you were like booking me and getting me back in and you were the one that sparked me to be like oh I miss stand up and mm. so I mean I wish I was funnier but like we all I, do. like, we all do. yeah I know right but like it's just like it became a place that like I haven't had a home club like that since like Pip's Comedy Club in Brooklyn was my home that I would go oh, yeah. to hang out I knew the staff they loved me I'd watch all the shows it was the best and I have nothing like that until now with you guys and a lot of comedians like Lancet, Lancet, and you said have that same thing. Where we, it's a place to go to New York. We yeah. know we'll see. There's young comics, comics you know, people, like, and we all just hang out. And, and I'll you go watch and, the show and, and just leave. It's you don't have to. You don't have to keep paying us for those hosting spots. No, we no, no. Just you. <laughs> me, I you need. You know, you need to be compensated for me to host the show. It but, makes but, sense. But that. But again, but not to just keep selling it. But the Rose what? Battle show more than any show Rose is a battle. show okay, for great. the comics. Once a, once a month. But it's for the. It's once. A, it's going to be the next one's August 28th. Okay. We're in the yeah. process of getting the battles together. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe Lance will be on it. I think so. Yeah, I, I think like we do. Yeah. Madison wants to battle you. Yeah, Madison Malloy that. wants oh. to battle Lance. Yeah, be Beautiful comedian who's going to get destroyed but, uh, by Lance. But weeks. starting September 12th, it's going to be a weekly. But again, it's a it's, okay. it's for the comedians. Like yeah. You, like normally when you do when you put on shows, right? It's for the customers, right? You want the customers. Yeah. To be, yeah. This is a show where we literally. Uh, uh, we we take into account there's going to be like 40, 50 comics yeah. hanging out. It becomes like yeah. a big, like, like we, a rap We battle. actually have taken seats out for customers wow. for comics. 
It's a comic yeah. show. So and it began in L.A., correct? It started out in L.A. Rel was the co-creator. Yep. It used to be called the Rel Battle Battle. Okay. Um, and then he was pitching it to different TV um, to different um, TV shows. He was pitching it to different networks, so he didn't want to make the name sure. that, like the Rel Battle Battle. So yeah. he gave it more of like the name Roast Battle. Yeah. Um, and then just to kind of branch it out and just create a little more, uh, just to kind of make the brand a little sure. less L.A.-centric. He brought it out here to New York. So nice. awesome. And there's well, a lot of other ones too, which is great. There's other roast battles, different clubs are going to be doing yeah. them, I think. So, hey man, it's great. It's 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 a fun but thing. But we know where the best one's going to be. Wink. Well, we know where the original yeah. one's going to be. Hey, oh. That's everything. Yeah. Killing it. Uh, I, uh, great. well, yeah, I mean, I prefer the Laugh Lounge. But yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Dude, I, you know, the Laugh down Lounge, club. so yeah, a lot of a lot of I used to do that club Me all too. the time. Me too. Loved it, yeah. People love that. That's that where great, I started. It was an urban, it was like the only yeah. urban comedy club essentially in the I city. I used to do It's not a club any, it, it's, it's gone. It's, it's a nothing, restaurant, right? Yeah, it's, it's, gone. Gone. No, it's nothing. I don't think it's anything. Me and Lance used to do skeleton. Jamal Jamal show all oh, the yeah. time. I remember Jamal. And then Eric Andre was there all the Bert time. Bert Smooth used to do a show. Wait, I get oh, Laugh Lounge, I think, confused with Sal's. Remember Sal's? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh God, Sal's it's, Comedy it's Hall. It's the Grizzly Pear now. Oh, is that the Grizzly Pear now? Yeah, it used right. to be. Uh, before that, it was something else. I forget what it was called. Village Cerule- Mall. It was Village, Village Mall. Ma, Sal's Cerule- Comedy Hall, and now it's Grizzly Pear. Sal's Comedy Hall. What's yeah. your guy's goal with the Gandhi show? Oh, how long have you been running it for? Five years. Five and a half years. Five and a half years, and and a half years every years. Wednesday. We have it in LA. You know that we have an LA version as well. I think I knew that. Where is that? Uh, Westside Comedy Westside. Theater now. That's in a great Santa place. Monica. Awesome. Yeah, and the dudes out there running it are. are Neil Brennan's super involved over there. I know he does like shows. Yeah, there. he's got a really good show there. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah. Likes. And we have this podcast. We make videos. We tour around the country with it. Uh, I mean, the next move I think is um, is a web series off the same brand. Um, so that's kind of it. Just keep you know we always trying to improve like you guys are with the club. What makes it know? different, the Gandhi Show versus other shows? I think it's like. York where we give a shit still <laughs> and and uh, I'll put I'll put up this room and this uh, I worked I worked at DC Improv for a year when I was coming up I worked at Caroline's for three and a half right. years I've done comedy all over the country I've seen I've done almost every show in New York I'd put this on a good night I'd put this room up against any room in the country and I think a lot of comics would say this the vibe we have just like New York it's fun to be here comics want to come out and hang it's cool low ceilings good sound yeah. the sound system here is really good famous we people come out. by all the time yeah. yeah couldn't be a better room for comedy I think many people would agree with that yeah I can't wait to do it. One of these days. <laughs> TJ was we on last week. We booked you in 09. <laughs> yeah, but I was so young and, and thin. thin. Um, all right, great. That was, that's been our podcast. Uh, yeah. Emilio Savone. Thanks, man. Yeah, man. Emilio. Awesome, dude. You guys are um, awesome. Though. This is great. Do you have, do you, I guess, you, do you have, do you want to promote your Twitter for Empire Tonight? Sure. It's, it's, mainly, uh, it's, oh, the website's newyorkcomedyclub.com. Uh, the Twitter handle's at New York Comedy. Um, Facebook is, you know, just New York Comedy. Or New York Comedy NY Comedy Club actually on Facebook and then um, it's pretty easy. Just New York Comedy Club. You go to Instagram. It's, it's yeah, the first one NY Google, Comedy right? Club. It's it's there, man. Yeah, come check out shows. If you're a comic, come check out shows. If you're an audience, if you want to just see awesome live comedy, come to it. Um, we care. You know, that's 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 really that's the everything. bottom line, man. Yeah, yeah, it definitely is. Uh, cool. All right, Lance, thanks, man. Brendan, awesome, Emilio, and guys, see ya. Be well. Thank you. Go to GandhiShow.com for show dates and more. And follow us on Twitter at GandhiShow. Lance Weiss, Brendan underscore Fitz, and TJ Del Reno.